Hello and welcome to the Style Stories podcast with me, your host, personal stylist, Lisa Gilby. If you are interested in style, image and fashion, this is the podcast for you. We aim to bring you lots of tips and tricks on how to get really clear on your personal style. This week it's time for our regular feature, the monthly mashup, and this is a spring special. So I'm welcoming back onto the podcast Sarah from Sartoria Lab and Sally from Queen Bee Styling, both very established London-based stylists. We're talking about our must-haves for spring, how we also all do not agree with the concept of the one-size-fits-all capsule wardrobe things that we've spotted in the shops and we're also discussing the sweeping statement made by John Lewis recently which was that floral dresses are dead. Another across the board comment there made by a huge retailer but the fact is if you love a floral dress you should carry on wearing a floral dress just as if you love wearing skinny jeans you should carry on wearing skinny jeans. It's about finding your personal style and wearing what you love. So I was very glad to be joined by two fellow stylists to back me up on all this and talk about our spring must-haves too. So welcoming back onto the podcast for the spring mashup or the monthly mashup. We've got the third Charlie's Angels here this this week. (laughs) I've got two stylists joining me who join me on the monthly mashup, both very established stylists. I've got Sally from Queen Bee Styling and I've got Sarah from Sartoria Lab. Thank you, ladies, again for joining me. Hiya, how are you? Thanks for having us. Right, this spring has officially sprung. We're in British summertime, start the fun fanfare, not funfair, fanfare. <laughs> it's my favourite time of year. I just, winter is just, oh, it drags me down. It's been a long winter, so I'm always really happy and excited when I see British summertime and the clocks go forward. So I just wanted to talk about, we're going to be talking about spring must-haves guides that we've seen if you've got, I'm going to be asking you if you've got any spring must-haves if you've got your eye on a few pieces in the shops that you would recommend if perhaps your clients are all buying certain pieces that are really good and really work hard but first of all my bugbear so I'm going to kick off with this and I'll talk about it on the podcast a lot I thought before the podcast do some research googled spring must-haves And of course, these guides came up again, and this one was in vogue, saying, we all need a white shirt, we all need a trench coat, we all need a loafer. Now, sorry if you've been listening to this podcast a long time, you hear me rant about this a lot, but it drives me mad, because they never say, some people need that. Of course, we don't all need that. How boring. Why are they still saying these same guides, must-haves, classic pieces? Yes classic they stand the test of time but not everyone has classic style that's why it's important to find your personal style so I want to kick off with that and what do you think about this and have you got any spring must-haves uh first (laughs) shall I go first yeah yeah I I agree I think there are I think we all need wardrobe essentials but what your wardrobe essentials are very much depend on you, your figure and your lifestyle. So um, 
like we were saying before I mean I didn't understand about the like a white shirt wasn't useful to me sort of 20 years ago but now actually I do like having a white shirt in my wardrobe but then that's because my tastes and um you know what I what I need for my wardrobe has changed so I think it's understanding what you need and obviously we aim to understand what our clients need I mean I, I think I've said before how I look hideous in a pair of loafers I've got quite sort of thick calves and you know there's not one pair of loafers that looks nice on me and I love them but um they just they just don't work for me so you know I don't I don't um, wear loafers but you know they work for some clients um equally ballet pumps I just um there's a uh brand called Beryl Mode who they're about 400 pounds at these beautiful little sort of Mary Jane shoes and I saw a, a, a really lovely similar pair in John Lewis and thought brilliant and I just tried them on and I just looked like oh just you know so wrong you know like I felt like one of those big elephants when they've got those little ballet <laughs> shoes on and it's just you know I just can't do it you know like because we're always running around and dainty little shoes that my feet are going to splay out of because I've got quite wide feet not going to work for me so yeah so I think like ballet pumps are people things that people are saying are essentials and they just don't work so yeah I'm sort of trainers all the way really most of the time so yeah I agree with you I think I think make a note of the essentials but just also be aware that not all of them are going to suit you absolutely 100% what about you Sarah so yeah I don't think I have any of those I've never had a trench coat um I have had a few white shirts but white's not the best color for me especially now my hair's gray I sort of look quite washed out on it so I do wear white in summer but I tend to wear things that are quite high necks because I think I've got white skin and white hair I sort of disappear um so what I've identified over the years of having had some white shirts is I like softer stuff like the sort of um the fabric to be softer on the top and then I like very structured things on the bottom so if I go for a white shirt so I have got one actually which I do really like um it's collarless and it's got a frill down the front which frills aren't normally me but it's sort of a little bit menswear I suppose as well um and I do actually really like that so I've got that um, and I was thinking I do need a shirt because what I'd like to do is put a shirt under some jumpers um, just to have a collar, just to make it look a bit different because I'm sort of bored of wearing around that jumpers, which I tend to do all the time. Um, so, yeah, and loafers. I have had loafers. I have had the Patrick Cox loafers. And in the, when was it, 90s, early 90s that they were like, everyone yeah. had them. And I've noticed that they're all coming back now, plus those chunky sort of Prada very square toed loafers are all coming back so and I absolutely desperately need to buy some shoes because I'm I've been wearing the same trainers for ages and I'm like you know what I really need to stop this now I was thinking of trying on some loafers but because I'm quite tall as well and I've got short hair sometimes they just look too masculine so I quite like that androgynous look but I have to sort of balance it out properly so yeah I think it's um I did like the Patrick Cox ones actually so maybe I'll have a look and see if there's something around that's similar for that but I was um yeah saying actually to my sister yesterday she had on some quite square toe boots and I was like they're back in fashion and she's had them years so they've sort of come around come around I, I mean yeah. I, I personally loafers oh I think it's because I, I haven't got masculine style so I like them on other people and I think they look great but I really feel wrong in them and it's I think it's not because they don't suit me but you were making me laugh Sally about those the, the shoes the sort of baby doll shoes they're, what, yeah, Mary Jane's yeah, yeah. they're a huge trend for spring summer 
2023 and they look so cute I really like them and they look lovely with little sort of uh, three-quarter jeans or trousers but yes on some people they just look they're just not right and I I'm not sure they're right for me either that kind of style yeah, I, I feel like I'm, an overgrown schoolgirl in those they are. They're either overgrown schoolgirl or old lady chic. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I just don't find them very practical because, you know, I, I think for me, a wardrobe has to work. You know, it's, uh, it's all very well looking good, you know, as an outfit, but actually it needs to fulfill a function as well. So there's no point me putting dainty little shoes on when I'm rushing around and, you know, I've got to walk a lot because that's, that's not that they're really not going to work like that. They're not going to be, you know, they're not going to be hard wearing shoes. It might be all right just to sort of, you know, go, go out when you've not got to walk. But for me, you know, I just think not I'd practical. rather. No, we yeah. have to be practical as stylists out in the shops. We have to, I mean, my back would not withstand it. The amount yeah. of steps I do in a day. Yes. Have you, so are you going to be switching up your spring wardrobe? So there any, any things that you're going to be getting? Sarah, you need some loafers. I need yeah. some loafers. I also need some jeans. That's one thing I really, really need as jeans. And yeah, um, maybe a lightweight jacket, I think as well, because I've got, sort of winter coats and some lighter spring well more summery jackets I'd call them but I don't have much sort of for that in between weather so I think that's, that's essential yeah on. and I'm gonna go for wide leg jeans because yeah that's what I want yeah it's all wide leg jeans at the moment I know Sally you like a wide leg jean I do I love a wide leg jean I love a wide leg jean but I also like just straight cut which isn't for everyone mom jeans those with like a little yeah. crop yeah if I want something I think I think the good thing now about jeans is that you there's quite a lot of different shapes out there. I think when skinnies were on trend, it, that was the only shape. But now I think there are, you know, there's straight cut, there's, you know, slightly more tapered mums, there's boyfriend, there's high-waisted wide leg, there's lower cut wide leg. So I think really is a question of finding the jeans that work for your body but shape. Your body shape. There's a lot, there's, um, have you watched Daisy Jones and the Six? Everyone's talking about that in all the fashion magazines and there's like a huge 70s revival and everyone's going on about the fashion. I'm, it's, I find it so boring, I'm going to stop watching it. I've watched, I've, I've dragged myself through nearly three episodes and I'm so bored. I just, oh, really? I don't understand the hype. It's just, it's My like... My daughter loves it. Maybe it's a teen thing. Yeah, I, I maybe it is, it. Oh, but even the fashion, I mean, yeah, it's sort of, you know, prescriptive 70s fashion, sort of flares with little tops, but there's going to be loads of flares in the shops. The yeah. I mean, I think they're very flattering flares on a lot of people, mm, I do. the female body shape. Yeah, I had a pear-shaped client last week and um, the, the best jeans for her were like the palazzo jeans because she was quite curvy yes. and they look great. So, but again, it is about body shape. I mean, I, I'm more of a pear shape, so I do love a flare and I love a palazzo jean. I, I have done since I was like young. I always like to, I, you know, going back to what you were saying about essentials, I think it's finding the things that you like, like for me is jeans and making sure they're up to date and make you feel good. So I think as long as you refresh those key pieces, that's a good way to update your wardrobe. So I always love to sort of grab hold of a new pair of jeans, not every season, but you know, every time there's a new shape because that makes me feel good and that refreshes my wardrobe. They're the hardest working piece in your wardrobe, but particularly now when it's this sort of it's still chilly, I'm, this is totally jeans season for me. When it gets to kind of July, when it's hot and sticky, I'm not in my jeans. But I, but now I'm jeans 100. percent 
So it's, it's just so worth investing, getting the right shape. Pear shape, definitely better to be loose, isn't it? On the bottom, fitted on the top. Yeah, definitely. Mm. That looks a lot nicer. Is there, are there any pieces? So I've noticed as well what's back. So you said Patrick Cox, uh, Sarah, the loafers are back, which were huge in the 90s. Also, Adidas Sambas. And I've been trying yeah. to get hold of a pair. Can't get hold of them. Can't get them. Yeah. But you know what? I tried those on as well when I looked at they they were too dainty for my feet because then they're, they're quite flat. Um, they haven't got that sort of rigid sole. So they actually I've got again back, back, back to my wide feet. But um yeah, they really didn't suit me. So um even if I I did manage to find a pair and try them on, but um in the Adidas shop on Oxford Street, if you they they oh. um that they had some in, not all the colours, sort of last week. But um, right. I'm going to hop foot uh, there. I want some Adidas Sambas. Retro trainers are back hugely, aren't they? Apparently, they were saying they released them online first as well. So if you sign up to the Adidas website and right. you put a notification, you're more likely to get them there. But you might be lucky with the store as well. But um, The ones yeah. that are trending on TikTok are actually not the Adidas Sambas, the retro trainers for spring. But um, what's trending with all the... I can't, I don't know, YZers, I'm not even sure, Gen Zers. I can't keep up, Y2Kers. Anyway, yeah. the, the chunky, um, New Balance white chunky trainers apparently are a huge trend as well for this year, for spring, summer. My clients have been getting lots of these bootleg jackets. I'm wearing one. If You, you can watch the podcast, by the way, on uh, YouTube, if you're listening. I'm wearing, it's, it's just from Henny's. It's like 20 quid, but it looks... Yeah, it was 25. Well, it's like a cardigan, isn't it? In between the cardigan, cardigan. And the jacket. Which exactly. Is, yeah. In between, I'm doing loads of these at the moment with my clients. That sort of yeah. spring thing. But Sarah, you were saying before, weren't you, about some, uh, there's a lady that's going around with this, the capsule wardrobe 33. Yeah, I don't think it's a new thing, but I've just come across it. I can't even remember how now, but it was um, about picking 33 things out of your wardrobe and it included shoes. And I think it was actually accessories as well. So it's not that many things. Um, and it wasn't including like underwear and stuff. But so you picked out 33 items for the next three months, I think it was. And then you put everything else away, you pack it away. So you just wear those things. So you kind of wear them in rotation and you find new ways to wear them. You're getting, and then after three months, you put those three things away and then you find another 33. So, and some people, like you said, you would never do that. I said, I've probably only got 33 things in my wardrobe anyway. Um, but I think a lot of um, a lot of people like that sort of limitation because it narrows down the choice. And especially, well, for me, because I work with a lot of guys, they love the thought of that. And I had a client the other day and I was telling him about it, actually. And he was like, I want a formula. I've got suits and he's still he's a barrister. So he's still wearing suits for work. And he's like, I need a formula in my casual wear. So we kind of gave him like, right, okay, so it's jeans, you can either go lighter and you've got a variety of jeans, lighter and darker colours, um, and a jumper and a, a lightweight jacket. And so he had everything and he, it would be like a bomber jacket if it was more casual, it'd be a blazer if it was more, it was smarter, and a t-shirt. And that was it. And then once he sort of got his head around that, kind of made sense, more sense to him, although we didn't alter what he had in his wardrobe particularly we did throw a lot of stuff out massive pile but um I think he just liked to have that kind of right I, this is my sort of uniform um my formula because I've heard you talking about formulas as well Lisa 
this is my formula and this is what I do. And it made it much easier for him. So I think it's just about making things easy. And some people, you know, interclose, they want to have all the choice in the world. And some people just like to have a little bit more restraints and, and makes it easier for them to get dressed in the mornings. Which is I get it. I do get it. Who, do you know what the lady's name is? I totally can't remember. I'm afraid. And it's called um, the 33. Four, I'm sure, it's the. Sure, there's a website saying the 33 Club or something like that. Right. Okay. So if if, if anyone's listening that's that's more organised than me, because I am so not organised. I'm so. <laughs> I like loads of choice. I dress by mood as well. Like mood is a huge thing for me. But for clients, I think paring it down because an overwhelmed confused mind can't make choices and if you've got a big job to go to in the morning a really you know he's a barrister this guy so god that's yeah. like high pressure um to, to have just like hardly any choice of what to wear but have a real capsule of good pieces is probably a godsend for him but yeah. what about you Sally would you would you operate like that no just <laughs> <laughs> that's it no um I, I agree with the, the I, I think the, um, I mean, it's sometimes called the sig signature style, like your personal style. So I think having that sort of formula and understanding what works for you. Again, for me, I love trousers and jeans with blouses. That's my go-to or jumper. So I'm I'm quite happy with that. I'm not really, I've got the odd dress, but I'm not really a, a, a dress person. And I think for we probably do the same of our clients, like say, you know, what do you like? What are your personal tastes? Like, let's build on that. Let's add variety within that. Because it doesn't, you know, trousers and a blouse doesn't have to be boring, but it obviously is if you've got the same one and you're not mixing it up and you're not changing it. So I think, I think, I think it's understanding the formulas that work for you and then building on that. And that's what I try to do. I think maybe years ago, I'd think, oh, I need dresses because, you know, they're, on trend and that's what I should have but now I'm like actually I'm quite comfortable that if I see a dress and I like it that's fine but really I'm just going to gravitate towards trousers and blouses because that's what makes you, you know that's cool yeah and it's trial as you get older you know the trial and error you start to work out what isn't for you as well but you've brought it on nicely to the core topic of the podcast today <laughs> which is the statement by John Lewis that floral dresses are dead so we've had floral dresses around for a long time now obviously we've had lockdown in between that as well but if you walk down the king's road everyone's wearing floral dress and trainers right it's and i went to a party last week a golf club a 40th everyone there was wearing a floral <laughs> dress and my husband said to me did you miss the dress code or something because i was in like jeans and a top he said literally every woman here is wearing a floral dress and i thought to myself why because it's easy because you know that you won't get it wrong kind of thing. It's a bit safe. They're pretty. They're not for everyone. But that sweeping statement, what do we think about that? Because I think it's off the mark. I mean, I don't I don't agree. Well, I think it's quite odd because their store's full of them. So. Yeah. <laughs> they sort of shot themselves in the foot a little bit by saying that. Because, um, like, everywhere in John Lewis has got, like, a floral dress, every brand. So, yeah, I... I personally I'm not feeling for floral dresses but I would never say you can't wear it you know I think people have lovely ones in their wardrobe definitely wear them love them if I probably wouldn't invest in that many for clients this season because I'm not feeling that they've got longevity but I certainly I don't I don't agree with 
ever saying you must not wear this anyway you know I think wear whatever makes you feel good 100% and I've just noticed a speaker which is a, a dress brand very small dress brand in London just does mostly floral dresses they're just they're starting to open more shops and um, there's Wise London there's Rixo all of these these brands New Day Originals is a really small sustainable brand as well and uh Finola, who runs that Finola, she's been on the podcast a couple of times. And, you know, they're hugely popular, these dresses. Yeah, I think it's really easy, isn't it? Because also, I think the thing is with, if you get a shirt dress, which a lot of those floral dresses are, um, in a plain colour, you're also thinking it shows creases much more. If you spill something on it, it shows like being ultra practical. Um, and florals just don't. You could, if you've got kids and stuff, they can put their sticky hands on you. There might be marks. If you've got a plain, it's a lot of fabric to have a, like a plain dress, isn't it? Then that's going to be a bit of an issue. So it's kind of, you can understand it is much easier. And like you say, it's pretty and you can layer stuff on top or underneath. And if you've got the right color balance, you can put boots with them. You can wear them in, with sandals and trainers. So kind of totally get why they've been so popular and I, I agree I heard that statement by John Lewis and went in there and went mm, that's really weird because this shop is absolutely full of them <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> bit of a shame but I, I don't think people are going to take that much notice are they no but I do I do think people won't be buying into floral dresses that much now from now on I do think they've kind of peaked and had their time as you know fashion does evolve so I think I, don't, I think if you find one you love, fine. But I reckon, you know, as I think, I think we we naturally sort of pick up on trends, don't we? Yeah. Because because we see them on other people, and we kind of evolve to accept them. And, and where we get to in terms of <laughs> in terms of the trend, um, very much depends on how you know how we follow fashion I think so I definitely think there is going to be a move away from floral dresses so I I would you know people like Rixo I think they they sort of do need to change what they're doing and and bring other things in because otherwise I think they are going to be in trouble like people like nobody's child who are just known for dresses I think they're, they're gonna have to start changing up what they do but um yeah. yeah, I mean, I mean, I wouldn't see. I wouldn't choose a floral dress because I don't. I'm really weird about pattern. By the way, anyone who's watching on YouTube, Sarah's had someone knock at the door and she's had to go and let them in. <laughs> so we're all doing this on Zoom. Real life. It's real life. <laughs> real life. Real life. Um, so I, I would choose. You know, I like maybe. I, I love a dress, pretty dress, a few frills. I feel good in it. I like edging it up with a pair of boots. I like edging it up with a leather jacket. That's my, that makes it my style. And that kind of takes it back to that three word thing. So I'm feminine, relaxed with edge. So that fits my personal style really, really well. But I don't like florals or loads of pattern because it makes me feel overwhelmed. It's a really strange thing. I feel yeah. too bold or I don't know what it is. It's something. It's a, Just, it's a personal taste, isn't it? I mean, I do generally like florals like I love like a floral blouse I'm just not really feeling for the dresses for me but I think if you put something on and you feel good in it then wear it doesn't matter what it is do you know what I mean I think everybody should I think ultimately you know what we do is about how people feel it's not what's right or wrong or what's in fashion it's about making them feel good isn't it 
So I think if a floral dress makes you feel good, then wear it. Then wear it, exactly. And and yeah, as we've said, like John Lewis is packed with them and the other brands are Aspiga, Rixo, like you said, Nobody's a Child, New Day Originals, all brands that do beautiful dresses. That if, you know, if that's your thing, just just wear it. Just bloody wear it. That's That's it, isn't it? You don't have to be, you know, like following all these guides and feeling like you should be wearing certain things but we have all got this thing in us where you know which is the human side of us which is that we want to fit in you know so that's understandable that people can be did you get your delivery Sarah Sarah's just had to leave (laughs) I got sent somebody's um clothes that they're going on a skiing trip tomorrow instead of something else and uh, yeah (laughs) slightly he was in a slight panic so yes they've been picked up now oh my goodness (laughs) real life real life on the podcast but um yeah so are there any sort of certain pieces that are standing out would you say for your clients this season My, mine are just the jackets but or is it just what well, every client we have is different isn't it that's that's the main thing yeah um, yeah I've noticed some um, chore jackets from for, for guys well and women actually as well jackets? I think chore jackets you know the workman style jackets that are sort right. of pockets, so like a sort of overshirt, but more bit more of a jacket. So they usually have pockets at the hips. They're a straight shape. Usually have pockets at the hips, and then sometimes um, on the chest as well. It depends which brands. But places like Arquette, like literally everywhere, has them. But Do I you mean like- a jacket? Do you mean a jacket? I might mean a jacket. <laughs> <laughs> I love that yeah, word. Your exactly. jacket sounds a bit nicer than a jacket, doesn't it? I think. Yeah. I would call it a workman style jacket, oh. just like a straight cart, quite casual. But actually, we bought one from um, Surplus. I don't know if you know Surplus. And the guy yeah. had it all, had on a different one, a layered over like a cardigan, and he had like a shirt and a tie on. And I've always thought of it as quite a casual thing. But in fact, um, the guy that I bought it with was saying, oh, I could wear this to work. He's about to start a new job. I could probably wear this to work with a shirt. And so actually, I've kind of thought it's sort of taken over a little bit, I think, for blazers. I've noticed not not as many, there's not as many blazers around for men. And I just think there's not, just not as many people are wearing them. So I think that sort of thing. And also, I think, um, I mean, I guess it's a bit of a lockdown thing, but also people are starting to travel again. We were looking for... Um, like really stretchy trousers we bought some from lululemon in the end so they look sort of quite smart sort of like a pair of uh like a pair of five pocket trousers so like jeans but in a different fabric but they're super stretchy and comfy almost like jogging bottoms yeah oh i love those definitely but you're saying that i've noticed there's hardly any blazers but um you were saying sally about because i've noticed as well there's there are lots in the women's wear there's lots of suits in the shops aren't there there's like kind of it's quite tailored I, I think um, I, I, I think generally the high street looks quite occasion at the moment. I think there's a distinct lack of everyday special items. So, uh, you know, because there's only so many bright pink suits that you want in your wardrobe or, you know, bright green or bright orange. I think I think that's lovely. Like, um, but there's only like that's it's definitely more occasion where as much as we say you can wear it to work generally most people if you work in financial services or you know that sort of industry or law you're not going to rock up with a bright pink suit so I think 
Um, Unless you're on yeah. The Apprentice, of course, and then you yeah, would. Exactly. <laughs> then you would. Yeah, that, I mean, we talked about that last time, but yeah. yeah, I did watch the final. I mean, what is that all about? Those bodycon stupid dresses that you can't even move <laughs> in. It's like... <laughs> who can wear those and who wants to wear them now the best the best term was bordering barbie i just think that's yeah. perfect yeah it's the, it's just for telly isn't it i mean surely yeah. most people are not wearing that but yeah i, I know wear- some of the buyers were wearing more sort of like they kind of victoriana sort of dresses and i was thinking that actually looks a lot more modern than than what the contestants were wearing the yeah. most yeah is that oh yeah the people I didn't watch it actually I didn't watch the final I know what you mean so there's have you noticed Mango have released I think this is a backlash from us being in our jogging jogging bottoms for so long lockdown for two years they've launched this premium event wear line and it's all really yeah. insane like yeah. feather, feather boas and like bits of feather and satin and which yeah. Again, it's just it's very much an occasion thing. So I think I've found I've had to dig quite deep for, you know, most of my clients want workwear, everyday wear. And I think that's a little bit harder to find. But I I, I still personally like blazers. I still like the jackets that I call like those jackets that you've got on, the Chanel type jackets and cardies. I think there's varying different ones out there from tailored ones to like more knitted sort of easier ones which I think are really useful have you so got a I, brand that you go to for day to day then because um mango I, I agree it's it's got mango have got great bootlay jackets I have to say they've got really yeah. good bootlay jackets and cardigans at the moment but what about sort of more day-to-day stuff where would I, you go I found that I've really had to shop elsewhere so for instance you know that I've found the blouses in and other stories great the trousers in Cosgood the jackets okay in mango and literally had to shop around because usually I tend to try to to find the store that I can get the most things from like and and can generally get a mix of tops bottoms dresses whatever but now I'm finding I'm having to go to a lot more shops and spread far and wide so if you want a floral uh, dress you can go to John Lewis yeah Yeah. What, about what about you? Everyone else, are they? Are you finding sort of day where you have to dig a bit deep? I know what you mean, right? But I, I'm, I love it because I'm a magpie. So I'm a magpie shopper, and I'm always like looking for the next shiny new thing. So when I walk in a shop, I'm like, oh, but it's not helpful because, like you say, then I get distracted, and I get an urge. Anyone who's a magpie shopper listening will know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I then get, an, I must have that satin top with the with the feathers <laughs> off the side like that you know and it's just like okay where am I going to go to wear that down to my local with this you know <laughs> no I don't actually go anywhere to wear those things but I always I have still have that urge even though I do my job I know what suits me I know I shouldn't have loads of things I can't help it I'm a magpie shopper <laughs> <laughs> so I, I think day to day I like other stories and I really like a brand two brands one's called sir which is s-o-e-u-r which mm, does really, quite yeah. baggy trousers i think they do great day-to-day stuff and sideline is also good a lot of it's a bit peasant dress peasant wear for me though that kind really? of victoriana thing mm. i like it's not for me though but i think they do really great blouses it's a british brand it's a really small brand i, I know they do them in feather, don't they yeah they're small but i love suzanne I must admit, I could love a good one. Easily go 
mad in Suzanne. I think of all the places, mm. they've put the one that gets me now. Like, that I always see so many things I love, but they are obviously a bit pricier. And not so great. I went to Notting Hill last week and had a mooch around their store, and they don't really carry the main rate, like, a lot of the range there, which is probably a good thing for my credit card, so I didn't get to do <laughs> lots of They stuff. hardly have anything in there. They do menswear now, don't they? Yeah, they you do. They have so side for menswear, but... Yeah, it's just it's just it's more more like window shopping because actually when you go in there, it's just it's really basics like none of these these sorts of blouses and that like they don't have the whole all the colours and that sort of thing. So, which like I say, it was probably a good thing for me. But um, yeah, Not generally I could spend a fortune in Suzanne. Yeah, because they do lots of wide leg trousers, pretty blouses. It's definitely my vibe, Suzanne. It's got, and they've got really cute of those, those little, um, I keep calling them baby doll shoes, but they're the, what, the Mary Jane. Mary Jane's. They've got, theirs are a bit chunkier though, aren't they? They're not like really flat like some. They, they've got like a bit of a heel on them. Which yeah, I think... really nice. And they always sell out. Um, and uh, Sarah, they do, they've started doing menswear in our local boutique here in South London. White Feather, they're doing a bit of sideline for men. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. okay. I'm just going to look. Yeah, no, that's good. Well, I think that... um, yeah. Suzanne Sir and Sassoon are yeah. all quite similar-ish, aren't they? Maybe, yeah. maybe it's the same. Often, you know, because Claudia Perlo, Matt, yes. I've the wondered that. And Sandro are all owned by the same. Yeah, aren't they sisters and cousins or something? I wonder. Marge, Marge and Sandro are sisters, aren't they? Yes. Yeah, and then I think Claudia Piello is their cousin. I think oh, I'm really? sure okay. I heard that. Yeah, I think there's some, there's definitely a connection. I yeah. wonder the same about, yeah, Sir and Suzanne and Sassoon. Yes, yeah, Sassoon, I love. I love yeah, Sassoon really as well. They're quite pricey, though, Sassoon. I think that, you know, their bootleg yeah. jackets are about £400, which I find a little bit, you know, they do that kind of Anine Bing sort of yeah. texture jacket. Again, I love Anine Bing. But... Oh, I love Anina Bing. Yeah, and Anina, is, is that how you say it? I said I Anina. say Anina, but I get everything wrong. So I know, I get everything wrong. <laughs> yeah, so, I yeah, literally say mash like A N I N E. If anyone's listening, A N I N E, Anina Bing. Mm. She's LA based, I think Danish or Scandinavian model, and she does amazing. She does the same kinds of clothes every season because they're so timeless. But they've got this cool edge to them. Yeah, her like a coat from her would be about five hundred, wouldn't it? Yeah, she does those lovely textured jackets. You know, the sort of herringbone textured mm -hmm. bootleg jackets, and they're I think they're about four five hundred pounds. So yeah, not. I mean, it would not last. Better Moron, isn't it? Where well, they'd be like more like nine hundred at least. Yeah. yeah, exactly, exactly. I do love Moron as well, mm. um, but yeah, it's out of my price range. So. Yeah, I can't do I can't do Marant. That's definitely out my price range. But I've been looking on Vinted for Anina Bing. You can get a bit of there's I quite a bit knocking around on Vinted. And I got a fake, I got a, a herringbone wool jacket on Vinted, which was HM for 40 quid, which looks just like an Anina Bing really? jacket. What's that? Clever shopping. Clever shopping. Yeah. Exactly. That's what we've got to do. But any go-to places for men for basics? I quite like John Lewis for men, actually, Sarah. What do you think? Yeah, my probably my go-to that I think suits loads of people is Reese. I think it just suits, yes. you know, it's it's kind of trendy but not too trendy. 
um yeah it just seems to work really well on loads of people so sort of high streety level is Reese and I go to Uniqlo a lot for sweaters knitwear um sometimes I did I did have a spell of buying jeans and stuff there but not so much so sometimes shirts but usually I go there for knitwear um yeah I mean John Lewis is quite good they've got Paul Smith and you can kind of get a range in there can't you so yeah but um Reese is probably my go-to Paul Smith I always find I generally do quite well in there but it does depend a bit on the stores because they all have different things mm -hmm. so it depends a little bit on which store you go to so I haven't bought as much recently from there um and then there's another brand in so sometimes I go to Liberties Liberties menswear is really good so and it's sort of the first room you come to which is more kind of casual wear is sort of you know uh, price wise it's kind of mid price I think so there's a brand called NN07 which I really like, oh, I, like um, that. I like that yeah and they've got it in Harvey Nichols as well haven't they yeah. and I think that's good it's quite simple but it seems to be just sort of sit in that kind of like it's not too boring simple um, and Norse projects sometimes they, I like them as well and folk yeah I really like folk, folk and you, um, Oliver Spencer as well for yeah I love Oliver doesn't Spencer doesn't suit everyone though Oliver Spencer and folk I think are both in John Lewis actually men's department but yeah Liberty for men is really nice yeah. as well it's sort of a, a little bit more expensive isn't it that kind of brand but men's yeah, it's clothes not I think mad though and they I just think they have a really nice whoever their buyer is I think they select really well yeah I do oh. they do have a really nice selection yeah and it's, it's not overwhelming like Selfridges is yeah yeah I think men's well it's, it's the back bit of um Selfridges now that I go to with men the one that's got like Paul Smith and Hugo yeah. Boss I don't even touch the front because it's like yeah no I don't much too hectic but just going back to John Lewis um they're not doing that well they've made like a 230 million loss this year and I'd, I'd really like to know if that's their women's wear because you know they've changed all their women's wear and they've they've put all their own brand in the middle and then put all the things at the side and I just think I don't find anything in in that I in that you know in their own brand selection I wonder if they've shot themselves in the foot by trying to make everything themselves and actually what they should do is focus on getting all of the sizes in their mm. actual um what are they called you know concessions uh, or concessions yeah, actually. yeah. because I, I go in there and you know if they it's almost like they have stopped they sell out they don't get it back in again in the concessions so you know they're, they're potentially losing sales and as much as you make bigger margin on stuff that you buy yourself to to hold your own brand up which has probably got the same amount of staff on it you know probably you know like to to buy 50 options as you know uh mint velvet got to buy one so you just don't it just doesn't stack up so i think they're better off doing a smaller own brand range and doing it really well and then really focusing on making sure that their concessions are working well for them like you know like selfridges do like yeah yeah i mean i went in there the other day i went in there last week and i just was so overwhelmed i was like oh my god like and i shop for a living so yeah. anyone that doesn't shop for a living and gets overwhelmed in a shop must walk in there and think oh my god like where do I start there is yeah. they have crammed so much stuff in in there for, for number one 
so the actual layout is just really like oh my yikes I can't bear this like you know what do I need where do I start but also yeah it's all their own brand in the middle kin is very good I think kin is good especially if you're oversized sort of 16 I think kin's really good yeah um, but, like the cause of John Lewis but I think they've always that's always been good isn't it I think they always had these the little brands and they used to do like was it like a weekend classic collection and that was really good but now they've kind of got everything in the middle like you say and you just can't see the wood for the trees in there you know it's really really hard to shop and also they're they're not the cheapest and it doesn't necessarily stack up against similar brands and I've noticed in wardrobes that their cashmere really peels badly you know I've had clients oh really that have only had pieces for like a week and it's not not wearing well at all so I just don't think they've got the the expertise and and you know department behind it to really really buy well so I think they buy cheap buy twice buy cheap buy twice yeah and they're spreading it too thin you need you do really need to have a lot lot of people to make decent product I think nowadays you come from your background is from the back you know from like buying isn't it from that kind of you know actually in retail from there I mean, I think the quality, some of their quality, yeah, is, is not great. But I've noticed quality go down on the high street, full stop. Loads of brands. Mm. They they sort of do well, like Hush, which is a brand that I've always championed and loved and thought they really nailed it. Like really what women want, what how they want to dress, which is still, which is casual, practical, not like you've gone over the top, not with a feathered bloody satin <laughs> suit, you know, to go walk the dog or all of that stuff. I don't know what's happened, but the quality's for me it's really really gone downhill um and there's just you buy it you wash it it's it's you can't wear it again or you can only wear it twice what that's just a false economy it's just Mm. I always take stuff back but so many people don't and I I always tell clients to take it back because it's not for the purpose no I think it peels or something falls apart and it you know and you've not been wearing it much and you've only had it for a few months it should go back problem is that it's, it's not really the customer's always right anymore the, the, I, I was fine when I take stuff back they just try and blame you and it's sort of like yeah. did you wear it <laughs> yes. well I thought that's what you did with clothes yeah so yeah yes <laughs> yeah the, not the customer's always right it's not that anymore there's no. too much I think we've got from a place of lockdown to throwing loads of stuff at us now because they want to make I re you know recoup I guess from the last yeah, couple yeah. of years but it's become unclear what what we actually want now so it's it's yeah. literally gone from the joggers to a huge jump up to the feather feather boas yeah. and nothing much Which, in between yeah yeah I agree and I think if it I think there's room for the feather boas but and you know and then people still want joggers but I think this you know the everyday day-to-day wear mm. I think that's struggling because you know we don't all want bland stuff as well because everything's the same you know we don't all want a striped t-shirt and you know we we want things that are a little bit different in the everyday like to make us feel good like a little bit of you know like a like for instance like a denim shirt we don't all want to have the same western style denim shirt we might want something a bit different like you know your cardigan it's got some sort of feature it like sarah's jumper it's got nice little detail I think those are the little things in the everyday wear that make a difference and I think that's what the high street is lacking yeah so we're not talking about wearing basics basic basics we're talking about something with a bit of detail makes us feel like ourselves so we have to wrap up now because um Sally's got the plumber coming (laughs) (laughs) 
going on this morning, isn't it? It is all going on. It's rock and roll yeah. here, I can tell yeah. you. <laughs> Squeezing it in. Awesome. I won't even this tell you what the issue is. <laughs> um, so thank you, ladies. I mean, I think the, the point of today's episode is just about, you know, buy less, but buy wisely. And yeah. always the whole point of the whole podcast is find your personal style. And then when you know what works for you, you can focus more on that. And if you like a floral dress, wear a floral dress Go for it. Mm-hmm. that's the moral of the story thanks for joining me again <laughs> on the having us. Thanks, for having us. thanks ladies bye bye, bye. Thank you so much for listening and thank you to my guests this week, Sally and Sarah, for the monthly mashup spring special. If you're enjoying the podcast, please do leave me a review and hit the plus button, which means that you'll follow me and I will get up the charts, which would be absolutely fantastic. It would really support my small podcast. Hopefully we brought some inspiration to you this week. I always love hearing from you. So do get in touch, Lisa at lisagilbystyle.com or come over and join my free Facebook group, Style Power with Lisa Gilby. There's a community over there and I do share finds from the shops and I do styling videos from time to time as well. So I'd love to see you there. If I don't see you there, I will see you next week. Take care.